Hello, you're listening to Reviewing History, your comedy history podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, joined here by... And G. Yelp. And... And as always, Stephen Medagliaco. All right. So, <laughs> here we are, guys. We're in the midst of uh, Lauren, Laura Linney Appreciation Month. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. I didn't realize how many horror movies she was in. Listen. Two. She's in two, probably. I think we need to we take a minute them. to appreciate a woman who was able to, while a volcano destroys an ancient city, assemble a laser beam out of diamonds and scrap metal and destroy what was left of ancient evil gorillas. Okay? That's true. Yeah. There were bad gorillas. They were bad gorillas. As Amy told us. Correct. <laughs> Ugly. <laughs> do you love Congo? I do like Congo. I, Congo's incredible. It's so bad. Yeah. But it, I do like it. It rules. It's like one of those perfect 90s movies. It's a B movie they don't make anymore, really. There hasn't been like a good jungle adventure movie. In That's quite not some true. Time. There are I, constant yeah, jungle adventure yeah, what movies. What are you talking about? Okay. Lay them on me, boys. The last one that came out was with Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock, and it was called The Lost City of Z. It was I did not hear about this at all. It was really good. What about Jungle Cruise? Wasn't that like a... Didn't they do the Jungle Cruise from Disney? Didn't they make a movie? They did. It? Yeah. And it's out. That was the recent. Ju- the new Jumanji movies are fantastic. Uncharted? Wait, wait, wait. The new Jumanji movies? Not the yeah. Robin Williams movie? Yeah, there's new Ooh, ones. I know there's new ones, but they're good? They are shockingly good. You're kidding me. I swear to God, I didn't think it'd be good. With The Rock and Kevin Hart. Yeah. So the first and one... And Jack Black. The first one came out and like on a pretty like relatively small budget was a giant hit and it played for like five months straight. Because people loved it. Yeah, and like my wife eventually, you know, she wasn't my wife then, but she was like, I want to see it. I was like, all right, fine, I'll go see the stupid new Jumanji movie. Mm-hmm. And you loved it. And we loved it. And I was like, I can't believe how good that was. Wow. And then the new one came out. Is it better out. than real Jumanji? Mm, it's it's very different. That's I- tough. So they're they're completely different. This Jumanji is focused on humor and like comedy, whereas the other Jumanji was is, an adventure movie. was an adventure movie. So right. they're different. Okay. Hmm. And the second one is very good too. Jumanji, yeah, or Hook. Jumanji. No, you didn't even have to think about it. No, not even for a second, Stephen. I kind of have to think about it. it will, like just what I like better or what's better. What do you like better? What do I like better? Yeah. Oh. A dick in the ass. Oh. Jumanji. I think we can all yeah. go for that. I think, I think Jumanji's... Uh, yeah, I'd rather watch that. See, now it's not fun because I was going to say Jumanji too. Well, it's but, clearly well, it's the better, better movie. Thought, yeah. I thought that'd be like a more like hotly debated thing. <laughs> You're like, guys, guys, wait for it, wait for I it. I got this. Jumanji or Hook, and everyone's just like, Jumanji. Wow. Oh. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Good job. You, do you like the boo box? The what? The boo box. From Hook, when they put Glenn Close with a fake beard on in the box with scorpions. Oh, I, I remember that now. I, I don't even really remember it that much. That's what it's called, the boo box? You guys didn't like Hook, did you? I liked Hook. I like Hook. I liked it's Hook. okay. Rufy. Oh. You're doing they it, throw, They throw colored stuff at each other. Yeah. That's fun. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, Hook is really stupid. <laughs> it's it's for kids. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not for like a bunch of little kids fight pirates and nobody dies. Yeah, and they're they pretending just like... to eat food. No, Rufio dies, doesn't he? Oh yeah, you're right. He's the one guy. But did he die? Because they're already dead. What do you mean they're they're already dead? 
that's the story of Peter Pan. They're already dead. What is he talking about? He's talking about this, like, belief that Peter Pan... Some people believe that Peter Pan is, like, a ferryman to the dead. And what he's actually doing is taking away children who died of, like... The plague or some shit. Like, what was mm-hmm. Ring Around the Posy? What disease was Ring that supposed to be? The black Death. Yeah. yeah, it was Black Death, and he's carting off Black Death children. That's why they don't grow old. Because they're dead? Never in Neverland, they don't grow old, yeah. Because they're dead. I don't subscribe to this. This sounds... I don't, they're fighting I don't like pirates it. in... Uh, come on. <laughs> that's like a childhood dream. That's, exactly. That's, 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 the, what this, that's their that's afterlife. Neverland. That's their afterlife. They don't grow old. So heaven is fighting pirates for on kids. an island? For kids, yeah. That's like the most fun they'll ever have. They're having a ball in Hook. They are <laughs> They're skateboarding. Fun. That's true. <laughs> They're flying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, they have Big like, alligators and they shit. They have a, a half pipe with, with a basketball net. That is Yeah, you're cool. going to tell me that's not heaven? <laughs> As a kid? Also, <laughs> Iowa. also, though, like, you get to play baseball with pirates and they let you win? Yes. Mm-hmm. Run home, Jack. <laughs> and the boo box is kind of terrifying, but no kids go in the boo box. No, just Glenn Close. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the movie was lacking. Was it? I love like a chokey, a boo box, mm. anything where children are being tormented. Oh, yeah, 90s I'd kids always were about just small spaces. <laughs> <laughs> just to scare you, I guess. Yeah. Our generation, like the movies that they showed us as kids, like the 80s and 90s, they had like scary things in them that were designed to like leave you with nightmares, like and shit that you'd be afraid of. Yeah, but you mm-hmm. kind of felt good once you were old enough to watch it. They took like all that shit out of movies. Oh, well, everything is just cook- sanitized. Yeah, that's the word I was looking. For. Cartoons when we were young were disturbing. Like what? Like Hey Arnold? No. <laughs> like Once Upon a Forest. Oh yeah, that is heartbreaking. Like and the disturbing Yellow Dragons. And, yeah. Like Fern Gully. Fern Gully was kind of scary. Yeah. You were scared of the smog monster? Yeah. I like were- I like what he's sucking on like a pipe, like of a truck. Yeah. And he goes, Mother Smith. <laughs> and I never forgot That's that. That's the smog uh, monster in Fern Gully. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna talk t- today about something even more terrifying than smog monsters. You or children's cinema. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever could it Horror. be? It's so scary. It's, it's spooky month here, yeah. and we are watching nothing more scary or terrifying than the American legal system. Mm. <laughs> we are watching The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Dun, dun, yes, dun. 2005. Yeah. Now, I thought that this was about a brand of wine called Emily Rose. <laughs> You know, I'm proud of that, Bob. You know, like <laughs> that you, that did its intended job. You just knew it was gonna. You knew it's. Coming. I knew you it. Knew it's yeah. coming. Like the setup. Yeah. Was it's for a so bomb? Telling the setup was yeah. for a bomb. It wasn't even to try to make us laugh. It was yeah, like, he had no intention of us yeah. laughing at him. There was no laughter to be found I'm hitting there, you in the and face, I and, I, and you can't do anything about it. <laughs> we saw him wind up, and we didn't stop him. We weren't trying to, like, make a joke. It's just, nope, here you, here's a good start. Thank you so much for that. You're <laughs> I welcome. Love you. I love your bombs. You're um, welcome. <laughs> I have heard of this movie. Okay. Yeah. I'd never seen it before. All really? Right. No. Nope. First time. I did not know it was based on any sort of reality. I was not familiar with the story at all. Okay. So this is this was all new to me. 
I got to say, the movie was a bit of a mixed bag, but it brought a lot of interesting ideas, um, ideas and sentiments to my head, and I enjoyed that part of it. Okay, mm-hmm. that's good. What'd mm-hmm. you guys think? I saw this in theaters. You did when it came out, mm-hmm. and I liked it then. And then I, you know, I haven't seen it since. And Steve said something last week to me, which made me think it was another type of movie. And he was like, "Well, I know you don't like." You thought it, you thought it was a musical. Yes, yes. I thought that this was a full-blown musical. Uh, It was going to be about people light in the loafers. Exercise the demons. Exercise the demons. And they're snapping and shit. Yeah. (laughs) Demons, get out. (laughs) You know. Brian, you're not going to like this. So, because he knows I really don't like found footage movies too much. Oh, you thought it was one of those? In my head, I was like, is this a found footage thing? Because I remember years ago, I saw a found footage exorcism movie. And I confounded the two. Mm. And then when I watched, I was like, oh, I remember this. And this isn't found footage. And I really liked it. I love a courtroom drama. Those are usually good. So I liked that. And I like the spooky elements. And I like how they play certain things, which we'll talk about. The spooky elements, they're probably the most poorly done thing in the movie. Really? Oh. We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it. I mean, it. We were supposed to be scared of what essentially was a Snapchat filter for most of the movie. Well, this um, around 2005 was brand new shit. I understand so, that. Yeah, when it, I actually it doesn't saw it when he saw it too. I think mm-hmm. I saw. I might have saw it in theaters with you. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And I remember seeing it and being like, "Oh wow!" Like I, I remember when I first saw it, I was like, "This is really cool. It's creepy." You picked this, right? Yeah, I actually like this movie a lot. I, I think it's one of the better exorcism movies out there. Have you seen it several times? I think this was my like fourth or fifth. Mm-hmm. So I've I've seen it a few times. Enough to like not be surprised by anything anymore. You know? Right. But Well, it's I, not really a I, jump scare type of movie. In There's theaters a couple, there was. Yeah, yes. I guess there yeah. yeah. But they like you said, they they play it where it's like, oh my god, that's actually terrifying. And then you realize, oh, wait a minute. There's something else going on here, and they, they play with the trial. Right. And I like that a lot. That was good. That's what I, I really liked about it, is that's a horror movie, but it's not the what it's intended to most horror movies do. Uh-huh. I like that it's you a know. thinker. Yes. And you kind yeah. of are left mm-hmm. to decide what For yourself. You, what you feel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I do want to talk real quick about my doodle. Okay. Oh, right out the gate. Brian yeah, let's get it out the way because I always forget. See. Okay, we have. You did forget a few times. Okay, well, I, I do understand what I'm looking at. Okay, what is it? This is, I assume that's Emily Rose. She's put on a few pounds. <laughs> yes, yes. She's fat Emily Rose. <laughs> It's the beginning. Um, it's before she stopped yeah, eating. Yeah, before she starved herself to death. <laughs> and then we have an upside-down crucifix. Yes. Christ <laughs> in the crucifix. This sounds elaborate. I, can't, I, I want to see this. He has very little discerning features. <laughs> he just kind of looks like your standard stick man. You want to take a look? Yeah, take yeah, a yeah. I, I honestly felt <laughs> uncomfortable doing the upside-down crucifix. Uh-huh. And I was like worried if I should keep it, and like I decided to put it in, mm-hmm. but I was like, I'll leave Jesus vague. Right. It, it was an yes. artistic choice. Uh, right. <laughs> this. I'm waiting for your Muhammad drawing. <laughs> this. Uh, oh, you didn't wow. see what I wrote for Charlie. <laughs> Charlie Hebdo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this. This looks like somebody being tortured on the on the cross. It's an ups- upside down crucifix. Typically, when you're on a crucifix, you are being uh, tortured. But then it looks like there might. Be a manatee next to it, <laughs> like <laughs> playing, yeah, you know what? It, playing with the ball. It kind of like, has kinda. like the scars of a motorboat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's a cow. It's a sea cow. Right. Yeah, that's what it, <laughs> <laughs> it's 
She is gorgeous. <laughs> so what's uh what's a priest's name? I love that guy. Tom Wilkinson. Tom Wilkinson. Oh, General Cornwallis, yes, I believe. He has returned. Patriot. Yes. Yeah. We're getting a lot of uh, Patriot returners yes. recently. We were talking about how um, we had Jason Isaacs twice. Yes. We also had... Bly. Uh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. So Corrections. T- today, our mincemeat <laughs> episode just dropped in our time. Mm-hmm. And it's our time down here. <laughs> <laughs> and we listened to it, and we're like, God damn it, we fucked up. Because, yeah. you know, we Cap- left that out. I forgot about Captain Bly. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Uh, you guys want to dive into the movie? Let's yeah. dive. Let's start with the intro. So we get a bunch of spooky imagery. Mm-hmm. A spooky house in the snow. I like the intro. Looks like- now, yeah, it's cool. Winter hornets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which are not something I thought existed. A bugs usually die in the winter, but I don't know. I th- about See, hornets. I thought that they were saying these like supernatural evil yes. hornets. Yeah. They might be, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. They, yeah. If you know the real story, oh, yeah. I just want my immediately my immediate thought because Exorcisms is an exorcist movie. It's called the, the exorcism, exorcism of Emily Rose. Uh, generally uh, associated with Catholicism. Yes, typically, and not we're clearly on like a farm in the plains in this movie. Very unusual. No Catholics out there. Usually, it's very rare. So that got me thinking. That this is odd, and when I looked into the real story, it takes place in, in Germany. Germany. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, this is very far from the source material. By the way, the actress Jennifer Carpenter they cast to play oh, the great. real lady, oh gosh, which is so Annalise Michelle. That's the Mikhail. real lady, Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. I thought it was Michelle, which is a common German girl. Mike. 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 Yeah. <laughs> she looks. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Carpenter looks like this l- chick. Oh, Annalise, does she? Though. Uh, yeah. A little bit, not too too much. A little. I could see. There's a little yeah. resemblance. Yeah. Carpenter's so beautiful, though. You really like her? Oh yeah, I think so. I She's think a beautiful. very 2005 looking mm-hmm. girl. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong Dexter. With that. <laughs> Not she's sure. great in Dexter. I think she's a great actress. Mm. I liked her in Quarantine. I'm a she's fan. very good in that. I I'm like her. Yeah. She's a good actress. Great actress, and he brings up Quarantine. It's a horror movie. It's spooky. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> she spends time in the spooky realm. It's spooktober. She's fantastic in this. Yes. Yeah, she's good. And you know that all those contortions and shit, that was all her? Oh, yeah? Yeah, that was all her, like, natural There wasn't shit. really anything too extreme. The weirdest um, bit of that is that scene where she's on the floor of the dorm room. Yeah, we'll yeah. get there. We'll and get when there. they show her from behind, she just looks normal. Mm-hmm. And when they show her from the front, then it's like, oh, his arm is yeah, you know, upside down. Weird and shit. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> so we see the family. They're all upset and sad. And we see the priest getting charged, which it's different than what a priest is usually charged <laughs> for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Catholic Church was like, thank God it's only negligence. We can't deal with another one of the usual. Now, I think it's also important to mention this came out in 2005. Yes. The actual story is not that far away. It's from the 70s. It's from the late 70s. Yes. I think it's like 78. Right. Something like that. So it's not like this is a long, long time ago. This you is know, fairly recent. Combine this with the la- last movie we did was a Mothman. Yeah. Yeah. And next week. Amityville. We'll be doing Amityville. And all of By the way, those. not the movie, just the song from the Marshall Mathers LP featuring Eminem and Bizarre. We are going to play the song live for two hours as we podcast over it. That's what we're doing. I love it. I love the idea. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess, yeah. All of that kind of happened around the same time. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Within 10 years of each other. The Warrens, who that's our next movie after that. Right. Yeah. A lot of... uh, Possession was hot. What do they call it? The Satanic Panic? Yeah, Satanic Panic. That was a thing. But I always always thought that was the 80s. That's the 80s. I think this may be the start of it. Yeah. And then you have rebel kids who are like, we're going to summon the devil, Mm -hmm. man. Also wrapped up in this time period, you know, you've got like the Charles Manson shit and uh-huh. cults. Well, what, is, it, is it Manson 60s? 60s and yeah. So 69. this is 10 years later. 69. But still, you have the clear cultural shift away from the conservative religious types to this free type of it's, going out to college. It's the and boomers kind of coming things. of age and yeah. doing weird occult mm-hmm. shit. Maybe they succeeded. You know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Sure. So you're a Catholic. I am. How come now ca- Catholicism is the oldest interpretation of Christianity, correct? That's debatable. There's also uh, the Eastern yeah. Orthodox, which kind of they're both all They're similar of, of though, the right? Original Christian faith that comes directly from Christ. But that would be the the oldest, right? Sure. Like, I mean the like when someone says real it, quick if if I just I'll Sum up the schism, the great schism. Yeah, in the West, because once once uh, Christianity kind of permeated the Roman Empire, the bishoprics, most of them were in the eastern part of the empire. The only one in the West was in. You say bishoprics because I think a lot of kids have encountered those (laughs) over the years. I started having flashbacks when you said that. (laughs) (laughs) The only one in the western part of the empire was in Rome itself. Okay, And this led to the Bishop of Rome kind of having a little bit more power than the ones in the East because they competed with each other. Mm -hmm. So he kind of held himself up above the rest of them, and that became the papacy. Okay. But... And that is Catholicism, whereas Eastern Orthodoxy. And then there's more things that happen later on. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, obviously. But so my my thing was like American Christians, right? Like a typical mm-hmm. if someone says in America, I'm a Christian, they're most likely a wasp. They're most likely some sect of Protestantism. Yes. Whether that be like Methodists Lutherans, or Lutherans. Yeah, or whatever. whatever. You, ne- you never hear about like those guys into the exorcism thing. They're not. It seems so much more a, a Catholic thing. It is thing. a Catholic thing. It's like exclusively a Catholic thing. Is there a reason for that? Romans. They recognize things like saints and demons and, you know, it's... it's no one else does? Not really. I, as far as I know. I mean, okay. the, um, the Protestant sex, it's, it's way more about... Protestant sex is... You know, all his once. <laughs> I can I can wear a condom <laughs> on my John Thomas. Uh, <laughs> that that stuff doesn't come from Rome. I thought that was like a Roman thing. It is like the demons. It's, and it's stuff Catholicism, like that. but the the Protestants it's it's way more about interpreting the Bible in their own way, and they make up their own fucking rules and shit. Hmm. There's nothing ancient about Protestantism. It's all very, it's us. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I understand. So I just, I wanted to ask that question. How did we get here? You asked. You asked. Yeah. (laughs) You asked about Catholicism. Uh, The priest was charged. That's it. So he's charged with negligence. Laura Linney shows up and she's offered a partnership if she can get him to take a guilty plea. The archdiocese hires her. Hires the firm. To defend him in court. He's going to be put on trial for negligence for for some... they're trying to blame him for her death. Okay. And the um, catch is he cannot speak in court about it. He has to keep his mouth yeah. shut. The well, diocese does not want him, not to, want him right. to testify. And this was a thing. Like, um, if you look into 
the real story, Annalise Mikhail in Germany. Yeah. She started to say, well, we'll get, I guess we'll get into that. I don't want to give away too yeah, much. Yeah, don't. But she was calling out apostate priests, that what she perceived as such in modern church and how they've gotten away from where they're supposed yes, to Yes, and one of the things she's talking about is like children being led astray. Right. And they're talking about their rock and roll and their drugs. Right. <laughs> she makes a lot of good points as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, and it's like Led Zeppelin is the devil's music. <laughs> that Kiss band. One of the first things Pope Benedict did when he became Pope, and that was in I think like two thousand three, was condemn Pink Floyd in the Rolling Stones. I remember that. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. It's like, dude, you're very late to this party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next, the Big Bopper. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, she has a meeting in jail with Father Moore, mm -hmm. and he wants to testify. Yes. And Can we talk about a minute about that scene in the bar where she's, like, drinking martinis? Yes. Gin, yes. gin martinis? Yeah. She speaks with two people. Yes. And they're like, she she she, uh, she had gotten a, a guy off of a murder charge. Yeah, and she also got a guy off in the bathroom, too. She did? It's a joke, because got oh. a guy off. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I thought there might have been a handjob scene I no, somehow missed. I, more no. movies need handjob scenes. Uncomfortable handjob yeah. scenes, specifically. <laughs> like, quiet, all you hear is just like the... <laughs> you know what? I like a nice handjob scene. Uh, I thought you were going to say you like there? a nice handjob. How many are there? There's the one in mincemeat. <laughs> <laughs> But that was implied. No. That's the hand job. You know what I mean? Like You see the hand moving. He's bit. churning the butter. <sighs> I think there's dark. one in uh, Euro Trip. Not to bring that up again. Yes. There's also, well, there's one with a guy jerking himself off in. Uh, Boogie Nights? Not Boogie Nights. There is a Boogie Nights. There, there is. There is. Yes, there <laughs> is one. Uh, the one with Phoebe Cates. Fast oh, Times. Uh, fast Times. That's yeah. a jerk off. He's jerking himself off. Yeah, yeah. we got to, there's a distinction. Yeah. And yeah. the uh, American Beauty. American Beauty, there's a jerk off scene? Yeah. Kevin, I haven't seen Kevin it Spacey's wife. I'm so happy went down this avenue. Confronts him and he goes, yeah, I was whacking off. <laughs> yes, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what do you want to talk about in the jail scene? Uh, just the, the, the well, party. Because the bar it, scene. She's, she's drinking like gin martini. She's like a hard lawyer. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. Single female lawyer. You're right. She's on the rise and she's wondering why she's still junior partner and she wants to be full right. partners, have her name on the office, and the, her boss is like, you win this case, it's yours. Right. And yes. then you meet her. Is this supposed to take place in the 70s? No, it's no. contemporary. Are we sure? Yes. Yeah. Look at the Why outfits. is it in the next scene she's all dolled up like Farrah Fawcett? Because Farrah Fawcett is a dame. She literally has the Farrah Fawcett hairdo. Is that what like she's going to the lawyer? When in the courtroom. Okay. She looks ridiculous. <laughs> In the first, the first scene. In the, the first courtroom. courtroom scene? First courtroom scene. See, I didn't then she tones that. it down after that. But the first one, she she looks like Charlie's Angels. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you don't like Farrah Fawcett hair? I do. I think I think she looks pretty. In fact, I was like thinking, of it, she looks very pretty. Laura Linney's very pretty. Yeah. yeah. As we know, as I said the last time she was around. Right. We know I have a thing for Miss Abigail Adams. <laughs> <laughs> so she has a jail meeting with Father Moore. He Hold wants on. to testify. But before we continue, let's talk about Linney for a second. Yeah. Is she like, 
Because I feel like she's regarded as like a great actress. She's very well regarded. I didn't realize she's in so much like schlock. What schlock? What schlock? Like this and Congo. This is schlock? Congo, Mothman. I think all of those were successes besides Congo. Not, not that they're not successes, but they're like dumb movies. You're saying like because you didn't <laughs> win in a, like a major no, award or like, best I, picture? I, I, sh- like Abigail Adams like is a lofty role. You know, okay. uh, nobody has anything. I mean, I, 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 well, I, I, I don't agree. Like she's been nominated. For True. What about Truman Show? Do you consider that to be? That's yeah. not schlock. That's not schlock. That's just a oh, drama. No. Right. But she's been nominated for Best Actress three times. Mm. She's 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 won Emmys. I think she hosted like a show on PBS where she was like. It was, she did the intro to it. It was oh, like, I remember that. It was um Laura's lineage, and she would go into your family history <laughs> and tell you where you came from, and she'd be like, "Anthony <laughs> Gelati, <laughs> your family lineage. served gelato in Naples," <laughs> <laughs> and it was Laura's lineage. Laura's lineage. <laughs> it's the hot new show on PBS. <laughs> And it's not about her lineage, about yours. Yeah, well, the, you, the yeah, pilot, yeah. The, the pilot, guess, the pilot, we yeah, learn yeah. about her lineage. Okay, a little, oh, right. just like, and then you know, she's like, and in the future, I'll be doing this for you. I'm Laura. My grandmother came here from Afghanistan. I don't know why I chose that. <laughs> <laughs> she's like the whitest person ever. I feel like it's like the show sounds like it's going to be a dead serious show. Like it's it supposed is. to be. Like, oh yeah, there's no yeah. humor. It's supposed to like entertain you, but it just makes you feel uncomfortable that right. she's going to find you out. At some point, <laughs> we're unveiling the lives. Real of quick, everybody. do you remember? Do you know that they have a show like that on PBS where they go into celebrities like histories? Yeah, and, and they like f- they get all uncomfortable when they find out their great grandfather's a slave owner. Ben Affleck freaked out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could see him like my career is dead before my eyes. <laughs> it was. Why did I do this? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I, I, you yeah, know what she's like, a good why, actress. Why I like her. I like her. I'm why just are you saying, hating on her? I I didn't know. I didn't realize how much of this type of stuff she did. She just has it's an expansive good. career and has yeah. done so much, mm-hmm. you know. And I think with actresses, especially and especially before you know 2014, there was like an age limit to your career, and when you hit it, you got the boot. Mm. You know, you would age out quick. Right. Who was uh, like more Kathy Moriarty? Laura Linney. <laughs> Who's that? You don't know Kathy Moriarty? Not not by name. She's Who a big actress? She was in Casper. Okay. She was in. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're Raging Bolt. Bolt. <laughs> Cas- uh, was she in Casino? No, I don't think she was in Casino. She was De Niro's wife in Raging Bolt. Okay, if I saw her, I'd know her. You just. She, I she love that Casper off. is your first pull, though. Uh, that was my movie as a boy. Do you yeah. Know who, do you know who picked the good roles? Like who? What Laura Linney could have done? Nicole Kidman got all the good ones. Nicole well, Kidman she's was like, in, like a the mega others. mega star. Yeah. But look at the horror movies she was in compared to Linny, and it's like, it's just elevated. The Others is better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great movie. This is a different flavor, though. You know, I of like course, that this is a courtroom drama. Nicole Kidman, I wouldn't, I don't like her as much in the role as Laura Linney in this. Like, as really? far as Agreed. like, Laura, Nicole Kidman would not play this well. I don't Who was think. the one with Harrison Ford where she was in the water? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Your wife. Yeah, that one. <laughs> What um, movie was that? Uh, I gotta look it up. Hold on. <laughs> what lies beneath? Yes, that's it. That's it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yo, why? Didn't they do that in a scary movie too? Yes, they did a scary hysterical. movie, and it's the guy in the dress. Raising the, the red dress. 
And he's like, oh, you you got the same dress. Huh? <laughs> I just woke up here. What about you, Ray? And it's like, oh, I just picked this up last night. Shit's hot, right? The others was, I am your daughter. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and they do that too in Scary Movie. It's Michael Jackson. Well, scary movie. Was <laughs> they cut really... touch all of them. <laughs> but yeah, so let's let's get back to the back movie. to the movie. Uh, real quick, real quick. She yes. has a jail meeting with Father Moore, who wants to testify, mm-hmm. and we learn a little bit about Emily's like backstory and what Emily aspired to be. Emily wanted to be a teacher and filmmaker. She could have been a contender. Mm-hmm. We also learn about her. Does she want to po- be a filmmaker and a podcast host? <laughs> 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 we also learn about her uh, her enemy in this, or at least the prosecutor, because it, he he tells her like this is what I'm going for, and if you don't take the plea deal, I'm going to go for like life in prison. Mm-hmm. And he offers, I believe, six months for a murder rap. Which isn't too bad. Well, it's not a murder rap. It's negligence. It's negligence. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. It, uh, yeah. Manslaughter. Manslaughter. Excuse me. So six months for manslaughter, eh, that's not too, too bad, especially with good behavior. You'll get out in like three yeah. months. That's that's not bad. He, uh, I recognized his voice immediately, the, the prosecutor. Yes. He was mm-hmm. the voice of the men who built America. Are you familiar with that series? Uh, yes, it ran on History Channel. Yes, he did it was like all, all about of like those. Carnegie Mellon and shit. Yeah, it was the men who built America, and then the Titans that built America, and the frontiersmen. He was the narrator of all of that, and I reckon I I heard him, and I was like, I know that guy. <laughs> and it happened again because they bring a doctor out who's like an expert in the paranormal shit. Later, the woman, yeah, mm-hmm. she was one of the quarians in Mass Effect. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you wow. reckon well you I played the, the game. Yeah, I played the game recently. They did the remastered version. Great game. Wow. <laughs> nice catch. So uh her, the watch stops or the clock stops. Three A. Three AM. Yeah. Which is? It's the inversion of the Trinity. The witching hour. Witching yeah. hour. That was a good Tom Wilkinson. <laughs> did we touch upon the witching hour in the pick? They didn't episode? mention it yet. I think we touched upon that briefly, the witching hour. Where it, came, where it came from originally. So I, I'll just say this real quick. Last night, preparing for the show today, I did a bunch of uh, research uh-huh. on, like, devilry yeah. and ghostly <laughs> things, because that's what we're Please talking about. Are you now part of the occult? I creeped myself out. <laughs> And I fucking didn't sleep last night. I, ha- I, I, have- I woke up at, like, 2.45. I, uh- and the... <laughs> The hour, the minute, three fifteen is important in the upcoming film. Yes, and I was just fucking waiting for it. <laughs> I'm laying in bed. I'm. Just, it's coming. Is I'm your gonna, wife? I'm gonna look at my phone. Is your I'm wife with you? Or is she working? She was there. Okay. <laughs> I, I have an AKA for this movie, and I think you're gonna re- laugh really hard. Uh, my AKA is don't worry. I didn't need sleep anyway. <laughs> So you got freaked out. I just fucking creeped myself out. Like, and it was like we had the AC on too high. So it was hot and I couldn't like get back to sleep, right? So I'm just laying there and I'm all warm. And instead of walking down the hall and lowering the AC to fucking make myself comfortable, I was too frightened. So So you're not a big horror guy. So I um, hate horror movies. I like like five of them. Brian, before we, we came in today. Uh, we were in the parking lot, yeah. and I said, uh, and I have the recording of the actual exorcism. Yeah. And he goes, oh, God. And I'm like, I'm going to play it. And I, I told I him, it. no, I don't want to hear it. He goes, I don't want to hear it. I played a clip. Brian, <laughs> listeners, 
I'm not playing it on this show. We agreed not to. Yeah. It, you, I don't think you could make it through a couple of minutes of that. It's like hours long. It's like if you go on YouTube, the recordings of the actual exorcism of this girl, it's Annalise McHale, is out there. You can listen to it. It's scary it's noises in German. It's, it's, you got scared? It's I got honestly, yeah, it's I'll tell you, as a Jew, when I hear scary noises in German, I get extra scared. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's the sound of my ancestors being roasted alive next to me. Dude, it's it's a different level of scary. It's it's, it's uncomfortable. It's, yeah, it's, just it's so I've heard of it before, yeah. man. <laughs> it's not like it's the fucking um the grizzly man getting mauled. Oh, something light fun, a little bear attack. <laughs> that's, my, that's my favorite clip from that movie. Anybody is it? The, the Grizzly Man is a movie about a man who went to Alaska and oh lived with grizzly god. bears, and he thought they were his friends until they ate him. Oh my god! And he had a a, a camera going while they ate him, and this. <sighs> Audio. So of, they cut the video and played the audio? No. Well, the audio is out there, um, and the director of the film decided not to put it in the movie. Okay. But there's a scene. And his girlfriend. They ate his girlfriend, too. <laughs> get him. Get him just uh, added that. They ate his girlfriend. There's a scene in the movie where, I think it's Max von Sydow or someone like that. No, the, the German director guy. What's his name? Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog. <laughs> is playing the audio of the man being eaten to his ex-girlfriend. Like she's got headphones yeah. on. She's crying. Horrific. To it. And he goes, you must you must never play this for anyone. And she's all like horrified. <laughs> I won't, Werner. I won't play it. You must destroy this. It is very important that you never play this for anyone. <laughs> It's horrifying. I love it. It's, I love that it's scene. So, it's I gotta, hilarious. I gotta watch it. <laughs> Why is so it funny? It's not funny. It's just, she's so upset, and he is so German. <laughs> <laughs> you must never play this. <laughs> Tears in her eyes. <laughs> so you did some research. What did you find out? Oh, about um, the exorcism? But D, anyway, I don't know. You brought it up. You said you did a little bit of research. Yeah, you back and you got creepy. What, did you get anything good? Like anything that like might? I was. He got a ghost blowjob. Like a lot of it was for the next movie. So we'll talk about. Uh, okay. You, did you read anything about the witching hour though? Not that in particular, okay. but whatever. Well, we touched upon it. Yeah. Before. Here we go. So the, the right. clock so, stops. <laughs> so the clock stops. We get to court day one. And we, you know, we find out his name is Father Richard Moore, or formally Moore, comma Dick, which is a weird name for a priest. <laughs> that is his name. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Thank you. So they show the death photo to the jury, and they explain that Emily, you know, awoke at 3 a.m. and pens fell off like her nightstand and. A blanket was pulled off her, and it's very suggestive of rape. Yes. Do you thought so? When bit. you watch the scene, mm -hmm. it's like blankets are being pulled off of her. Choking her. Choking her. Mm. Yeah, it, it really kind of felt like a That picture uh, looked very much like the picture of the real girl. That I don't know if you guys saw that. I did not look up the death photo. Yeah, it looks almost mm. identical. It's oh, yes. Creepy the, as hell. The prosecution shows a, the photo of her just before she died, and she's all withered and... Oh yeah, the real photo does not look like the same person at all. Right. It, it's disturbing. Its teeth are like pushed outward and like destroyed. Well, it's, it's a woman bruised. who's who's been starved to death and beaten essentially. 
And yeah. like, yeah, supposedly she was like chewing the walls and yeah. breaking her teeth. That's and, like, real. Drinking her own piss. Drinking her own piss. Yeah. And eating bugs. Eating bugs like they do in the movie. That's yeah. what it's from. Yeah. So that all that all happened. <laughs> so Laura Linney uh, is on the stand with a doctor who's like, she definitely had epilepsy and all this. And like Linney like lawyers him, you mm. know, and kind of makes him look a fool. Then she talks to uh, Tom Wilkinson, Father uh, More Dick, mm-hmm. in 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 jail, and he's like, "You must understand when you took this case, demons are going to attack you at night. Yes, whether you like believe it or not. A lot. Right. No, I, I I I don't think so. The phone call and stuff. The phone call. He warns her that she's in danger. Yeah, I think that's about to happen. Oh, okay. Um. But just to talk about the the real thing for a minute. Oh no, I I like you're talking about Emily making the phone yeah, call. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I didn't mention that she called her neighbor when I spoke. I was talking about the pens and stuff. It's part of that scene. They, yeah. So she calls her neighbor because the neighbor's testifying, and she calls her at four in the morning, screaming her head off. And any phone call at four a.m. is just not good. You're never getting a call at that time, and you're like, oh great, it's always bad. So. I used to call Anthony when we worked at Applebee's at 4 a.m. and ask him to tell me the ingredients of specific (laughs) Applebee's menu items. Point proven. That's true. I said, this was at our boss's behest. He always wants you on your toes. Tell me what's in a crispy orange chicken bowl. (laughs) He did do that. Point proven. (laughs) I got to say. Brilliant. He got like nine out of ten, which isn't bad at four a.m. Guy was guy knew his shit. <laughs> Brian was really the standout employee. <laughs> so yeah, then he says there's dark, powerful forces surrounding this trial. Yeah, and why Insert are you playing with your joke. nipples? <laughs> You guys think I'm fucking around? Ant is literally sitting here tweaking his nipples as a podcast. Very hard. He's doing it subtly, like there's nothing weird or abnormal about very it. It's not. It's not my nipples. <laughs> looks like it. It's my shirt. I'm playing with my sh- the buttons on my shirt. Okay. It looks like <laughs> that- it literally looks like you're sitting there just like tuning your nipples like they're antennas. It was very bizarre. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to distract. <laughs> it was a good distraction. <laughs> No, don't stop. I, I won't do it again. No, feel for dude, your nipples. I'm not gonna tell you you can't touch them. So the re- the reason why I wanted to bring up um, the phone call, yeah, is because like weird. By shit. the way, if she called Ghostbusters, all this could have been avoided. <laughs> Who are you gonna call? Not neighbor. No, you don't call Go- neighbor. Ghostbusters. No, I don't know. Who calls a neighbor? <laughs> yeah, not your family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why didn't they just call her mom? Yeah, that's weird. You're right. Why did they choose that? Because no, that I didn't think... happen. It's not based on any sort of reality. Oh, that part is bullshit. Well, as far as I could tell, like when I did, when I looked up stuff about this, she had her first episode was in school, just like in the movie. Yes. Yeah. Because if we haven't said it before, the the movie kind of is flashbacks. Like they're in the courtroom, and they have uh, they show flashbacks of how of the girl, you know, throughout her yes. satanic experience. And uh, the fir- the real one, she was in school and she had some kind of blackout where she just kind of zoned out and started freaking out in the classroom and pissed herself. Mm. Yeah. And this was the this was for me the worst scene in the movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, I thought this was just bad. 
in the classroom, in the in the school, or in, she's running around, or in the dorm. And everyone has crazy uh, Snapchat faces. faces. But I like I what I do it. like is that they immediately play it the other way with none of the demon shit, and they let you decide. Did you notice that the students of, in the classroom were in a thunderstorm at night with all the lights off? <laughs> The school no no one had lights on in the school. No one had lights or on in the church. Hallucinating. Yeah. Well, one of my one of my notes is like, why does this school just project red lighting on every building? No one no one wants to put the lights on. Or she's hallucinating, right? It no, could but just they be weren't going what she's that. seeing. No. Yeah. No, because they flip it. Yes, they do. When did they flip it? No, because they, the sh- they show you like a scene where it's like the people get demon faces. And then they show you the other way where the She's like, just running. She's just running and these people are like, what the fuck? Yeah. Now if let's let's assume that your like horror movies were coming out around that time, right? The seventies, no. there was no horror no horror movies at all, right? No, no. No. Nothing good. <laughs> Not like the biggest horror movies ever. If I thought we were talking about two thousand five when this came out. No, no, no. In the seventies when this was happening. If yeah. you're a horror movie There's always fan, horror movies. If you're a horror yeah. movie fan <laughs> and you get possessed, like you guys, uh-huh. are you enjoying it? Why would you enjoy being yeah. possessed? There's because you're you're walking around, these crazy shit's happening, you're seeing faces change, you're seeing things are moving. This is like this what is are fucking you awesome. They're you don't like so- haunted houses? No. Oh, you don't Yo, like Oh yeah, houses? I wanna have my I wanna just be tormented by evil. <laughs> like and, if you're if you're a fan of like, Whoa, this is wild. <laughs> This is like being high. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't think like a crazy horror fan would be like, this is great. No one would be like this. You're an idiot. <laughs> I can't eat. I'm being tormented yes. by demon. <laughs> well, no, they're not. He, I'm, my body is not in my control and I'm being thrown around like a rag doll. <laughs> I'm eating my own piss. This is, <laughs> this is pretty friggin' sweet. That happens, to people on, that happens to people on meth. They still do it. <laughs> You have the weirdest <laughs> takes on shit. <laughs> I think he may some... be possessed. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, come on, guys. It's not that bad. Right? No, I, I'm just trying to get you possessed. I'm like, it's good, right? You should try it. <laughs> so uh, anyway, Tom Wilkinson, uh, he warns her demons are going to attack her and shit. She's like, yeah, okay. Uh, we, ex- we learn about the, uh, the possession began in a hospital. Yes. And it's when she's in the hospital that she was possessed for the first time. Now, she was yeah. diagnosed at that point with epilepsy. <coughs> yeah, yes. she was and on gambit doc- Well, that in the movie. I don't yeah. they is that what it was in real life too? In real life, I believe they did diagnose her with epilepsy. They did. I, I believe they, so. And they put her on some sort of um, I don't know the drug. She was diagnosed with depression and treated by a psychiatric hospital. Right. By the time she was 20, she became intolerant of religious objects and began to hear voices. Yes. So when she, yeah, she goes to like grab a crucifix and starts bending Mm -hmm. back. And Brian, does that happen to you when you try to touch a crucifix? Because it's like you're not. Yes, only because I'm a Jew. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. We are allergic to uh, crucifixes. It's vampire rules. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't go out in the day. Um, actually, I'm half, so I can. It's blade. he's the motherfucking daywalker. It's, it's, oh, it's blade rules. Yeah, I'm the I'm the daywalker. <laughs> Brian, I what, have my sword. Can we, can we talk about when you denied God and then? That's what I wanted to get into. Yeah. Yes, I was hoping we could skip this. Nope. <laughs> you made was, me do it last time. I was hoping it was gonna. We were gonna skip this. No. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. I didn't really want to talk about this, but I will. All right. If the if the walls start doing weird shit, we'll stop. 
All right. So, <laughs> years ago. This has to be 10 years ago or more. Uh, Over, right? Over. Probably about it's 10 pro- or 11. Let's let's say 2010. 11 just to 12. To be yeah. say. 11 to 12 years ago. 12 years sense, ago. Yeah. So, 2010. So, you were a young man. I'm a young man, and I struggled with confidence issues and things like that. And in order to, you know, try to boost myself up to have self-esteem because I naturally have none. Mm. <laughs> I think I suck at everything and I'm generally useless. Which isn't wrong. No, it is it is the right way. we wonder why he has confidence issues. Yeah, right. He hangs out with me. Yeah. <laughs> you are a piece of shit, yeah. It is the right way to view stuff. So <laughs> Take him down a peg. You're taking him down a peg when he can't go any lower. <laughs> so I started to be like, okay, the only way out of this is to change my mind Fake it until state, you make it. My mind state so drastically mm-hmm. and to gas myself up and verbally proclaim how great I am constantly it is the only way out of this. Mm-hmm. So what did you do? So I started saying that I am God. You are God. I am God. There is no God but me. Like there's no but, the God. But you, you are Brian the Rupert. God. I am God. That's what I was saying. The one, very, the one very, true uh, God. Yes. Very Yahweh. blasphemous. Yes. You who is called I am. I'm being completely <laughs> blasphemous. I'm like, I am God. You weren't wearing like crucifixes or anything, though. You no. were just like, I am the God. I am God. Like, there is okay. no God in the world except me. Except Brian. Okay. And I gas myself up so much. You'd walk around saying this. You called yourself to everyone. What? Yeah. Oh, well, I was <laughs> I was V V two. V two. Version two of Version Brian. two of Brian. Yes. Where I, I gassed myself up. Mm-hmm. And I would, you know, I would the new and improved. My Brian. friends knew I was V two. I was gassing myself up. You would dress he, all nice. He and was then... insufferable to yes. be around. Yeah. Oh, you didn't like V two? No, it was a, it was hilarious, but you were not fun. The to fucked be up around. thing is V two worked. Did it? You were outgoing. <laughs> I got I got laid. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. V2, V2 was a rousing success. Well, what, did it, what did it cost you? Until it what didn't. Cost, man. What cost? <laughs> Until it didn't. And this is the death of V2. So, so what, just, hold on. Explain what V2 would do. Yeah, yeah. Go, in a little, go into you, a, a little debt. I, I thought I just said it. I mean, he'd go around and he'd get involved, in th- whereas he would normally shy away from things like being social. He'd get in people's face, and he'd be fucking loud and boisterous. Obnoxious. He'd be obnoxious and just talk about how great he is all the time. (laughs) Yeah. He would tell people he is God and that they should listen to him and bow down to him. Like, oozing confidence wasn't the definition. He was a... Flood of confidence. He would po- he'd walk around with a popped collar and point at people. Yeah, like right. he was a cartoon character. I started calling him. It's like him when a... Toby Maguire was dancing. I was in the black street. suits. Yeah. Black yeah. suit Brian. Yeah. I called you Gary Busey for a while, right? Because you were just so out of it. Oh, he slicked his hair back. Slicked his hair. Yeah. I was slick. I no, I didn't slick my hair back. Oh yeah, yeah. We have that photo. You were Gary Busey. That's one photo. Yeah. Well, we could share that one. Well, I think I think that was that was just you dressing up and being. That day I was fucking around at work. Yeah, you were fucking around. But that didn't take away from what you were actually doing, which was you were saying, "I am God, I am perfect, and that's it, and I'm above you all, above everyone." So after doing this for a bit. The haunting started. Now. What do you mean? All right. (laughs) Now, listeners, I understand 
that I'm about to sound like a crazy person. <laughs> and you're not going to believe anything I'm saying. But I promise you, and I swear to God, none of this is a bit. This all actually happened. Okay. Now, there's a couple of different incidents. So Before you get in, I just want to point out that Brian has discussed this with me maybe once. He hates talking about this. Same. It yeah. scares him. Yeah. Which is why I thought you would actually dislike this movie. That's what I was referencing. <laughs> that it would bring up that feeling that it's like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? So it should be noted that, like, and we'll talk about it in the next episode. I have had supernatural occurrences happen to me before in my yes, life. Yes, yeah. And, like, Steve, you've witnessed supernatural shit, too. We've both had it happen to us more than once, yes. So what happens? what happened was things started happening. Where, like, like a door would just open in my house to, like, the closet. You would hear, like, footsteps and shit like that. You would hear different things like that. Now, in your house, there was only three of you living there at the time, right? Your my mom, sister, your sister may have been away at college. So there's, like, nobody's really walking around when you're hearing this. It's no. Like, you would know. It's just us and the dog. Also, it should be noted that at one point, like shit would fly off the shelves at my house and my mother and sister walked around the house burning sage and they swear to God, the two of them swear to God that when they burnt the sage and like they said this shit that they heard like a voice go and like leave the house. And I'm not making that up. I, I wasn't there for this. That's what they told me. So I start doing my shit, right? And I'm saying the V2, V2 shit. shit. And I'm into it heavy. And I'm also like, I'm, I'm a waiter at the time. So as a waiter, you kind of just end up becoming a nocturnal being. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where you're up all night, you sleep all day, you go to work at 3 a.m., you're up until 5, 6 in the morning, and you repeat it. You go to work at 3 p.m. Exactly. Yeah. And that's just how you are. You, you, you're inverted. Mm -hmm. So a couple of things start happening. I would start to hear like noises throughout the house and voices, and things were subtle. And then things start to get bad. And I'll talk about the specific ones that I fully remember. So there's one day I'm walking up the stairs to go to my bedroom. And next to me is a painting on the wall. The painting tilts sideways. As you pass it. As I pass it. It tilts sideways. A TV in another room, no one is in it, turns on to static. Oh, God. <laughs> I, and I, I, I know you guys think I'm fucking crazy. No, right now. I remember this exact. I remember story. when this happened, and you were fucking losing your mind. And you told me these exact details. Yeah. you're not even. So yeah, I, I when you come up my stairs, mm -hmm. to the left is like a, a second living room, or at my mother's house. To the left is a second living room. To the right is a long hallway, and like if you walk straight into the hallway, it's my mother's room. And my room is the room over to it. So I'm walking down the hallway. I'm in front of my mother's room. I feel a chill up my spine. And a voice go, Brian. I stop dead in my tracks. I am fucking terrified. I'm like shaking. And I open my mom's room. I'm like, were you calling me? I wake her up. She's like, I didn't say anything. She was dead asleep. I'm like, okay. I go into my room. I go to sleep. 
I don't know how you stayed there. That's the first major one. I would have bounced. Didn't something happen with the garage? That's what. Yeah. That's okay. the next thing. Right. So there's like the three major incidents. So the next thing. My mother wasn't retired yet. She's working at the time. I'm in my room, right? I'm in my bedroom. And I'm watching Saved by the Bell on TBS. Was it the college years? No, it was a regular episode. You know, looking at Kelly Kapowski. She's being all hot and stuff. And my mother leaves for work. I hear her leave. So the garage door is shut, right? I turn the TV off. The garage door starts opening and slamming. Loud. And this it's a heavy metal it's steel heavy, door. I was about to say. That door is not light. That is a heavy fucking door. When it would open and close, you could hear it anywhere in the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a loud bang. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know my mother's gone. And it didn't slam. Like, it would close slowly. Like It's like the motorized... No, no, not the metal door. No, the inside door. The inside door oh, into the house. Okay, so the door... Yeah, that's a big door. Yeah. It's a big <laughs> metal steel door. Just boom. Boom, and my mother is long gone. Uh-huh. So the door to come from outside of the garage into the house is opening and slamming. And you're upstairs. And I'm upstairs. And I'm like, what the fuck? I turn the TV on, and it's You stopped. didn't go investigate. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> not, not after the night before. Oh, this is literally the next day. It's, it's around then. It's, it's, you know, with, it, I think it was in the same week. It's very close. So now you're convinced the house is demon. Hold on. Demonized. I'm like, okay, that's weird. I turn the TV off. You heard a voice. It's, hold on. (laughs) Twice. (laughs) I turn the TV off. It starts again. Whenever you would turn the TV off. Whenever I turn the TV off, the thing would start slamming. Oh, my God. (laughs) It wanted to watch TV. I am like, what the fuck? So I put the TV on. I pump up the volume. You just stayed in your room? And I stayed in my room and went to sleep. You went back to sleep. It was like it was How did you go to sleep? It was like 6 a.m. The lights were up. The TV was on. It wasn't making the noise when the TV was on. Yeah, but how were you not terrified? I was, but I had to sleep. I was exhausted. Yeah, you got it. How did you not like go down and look? Why didn't you just go across the street and be like, can I just sleep at your house? You lived across I the street. I show from up man. at 6 a.m. Yeah, 6 a.m. at my house. I'm like, ghosts are attacking me. I need to stay with you. <laughs> All right. You can't say this without sounding fucking crazy. No, no, no. no. You can't. So, <laughs> but I, if you would have called like myself, because I I'm all into that shit, I would have been like, yeah, sleep on the couch. I got you. I would have put a little crucifix on you. I'd have been like, you're safe, buddy. I am surprised you didn't try to get some kind of help. Yeah. Oh, like I reach out and this becomes a thing. Look at the last story I told. The first thing I did, I called you. I'm like, I ain't telling anyone. I'm telling the only with, person yeah, that's with that the knows I'm a psycho. Shit. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, Brian, I'm I'm coming over, and you were with that, and I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. coming over, guys. I'm hanging out. Like, mm-hmm. I can't do this. You should have done that. I, I, I did. mean, it's like everybody sleeps. Yeah. Um, so, well, not during the uh, the the first time with the the TV and shit. It was three a.m. Anyway, um, <laughs> so so this is the the last incident. I'm in bed mm-hmm. and I'm asleep, and I wake up and I feel a presence holding my arms down. Oh boy! And I cannot move. You're getting bell witched. And I start getting choked. Oh fuck! And I'm tr- literally I'm sh- happened in the movie. I'm screaming for help. <laughs> Someone is is choking you, and yes. you can't move your arm. I'm right. like, <gasps> like someone's like, trying to kill you. Yes, and I'm being like strangled. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I, I've told you this. Before. I know, but it's like whoa. Hearing it again is, is always <laughs> and I'm nice. being strangled. I'm like, <gasps> I'm screaming. My for story help. sucks now. I'm screaming for help, and I I pass out. You pass out. I pass. They out. choke you to unconsciousness. Yeah. I wake up after. Is this a dream? It could have been a sleep paralysis thing. 
like I don't know, but I know I was pinned down. I couldn't move my uh-huh. arms. I was awake. You're horrified. And I'm choked. I'm horrified. And I'm like, I don't know what to fucking do. Now, did your parent, your mother and sister experience anything themselves? Not like this, but they would experience like like a thing would fall off a shelf. Minute things throughout the house. Like my house. You were the problem. My house is straight up ha- haunted. Like Steve has experienced shit yes, in my house. I'll tell you about that. Our right friend after. Raymond, who lived in my basement, has experienced yes. shit in that house. Like oh, my I house, don't like going in that house. My house is fucked up. Shit happened. I don't. I I don't mind my mother's like, house. when a lot of people are around. I'm okay, but I, like his mom told me to go water the plants, mm-hmm. and I sat there like fuck. I can't believe I have to go into this house right now. You're scared of the house? I don't like that house. Right now, as an adult man. I don't like that house. We we filmed stop motion in the basement. One day. Oh, yeah. One day. I rem- you called me over after this happened. I remember this. I was freaked the fuck out. If uh, you don't remember, I was yep. like, I don't. Yeah. I have to get out of it here. It actually guys. wasn't like, stop motion. It was a green screen project we for were the doing, Fruit Ninja thing. We were mm-hmm. doing a test, and there's a recording of us. And I, I and we were doing a test, and he's like, just stand in front of the camera. And I, I get in front of the camera, and I'm like, I, I'm just looking in the corner. I'm like, Brian. I don't want to be here. I don't like. There's something ha- wrong. What happened? I was fixing the green screen, and I get a giant smell of death. Yes, it's like rotting. You smelled it too. 100%. Rotting corpse. And we were like, "What the fuck is that?" I'm like, "Dude, you have a dead rat somewhere in here." And he goes, I, "There's no way. Like, there's no way." We we look around. So I do what any man would do. We Mom. <laughs> no, we look around. She, my mother comes down. Comes it's down. gone. She goes, "I don't smell anything." And I'm like, it has to be somewhere here. And she goes, oh, well, that old box, that was my grandmother's. Maybe it's coming from that. The smell vanished. It's gone. The smell's gone completely. Wow. I don't know. Hasn't smelled since. Yeah. That's dude, just one instance. Instance of, dude, it was like standing next to a corpse. I don't know if you've, you've ever smelled like a dead it like was rodent. Dead. It smelled like death. Dude. I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not staying here. Wow. It was terrifying. So... <laughs> Basically, what happened was I <laughs> begged God. You got on your knees. I, I legit like got on my knees and mm-hmm. I was like, I am sorry. I am not God. I am Brian. Please end this. You killed V2. Make this stop. I'm V3. <laughs> I will- oh, right. He became V3. Yeah, we called him V3. <laughs> <laughs> V3 got a new lease on life. Yeah. <laughs> V3, the redeemed. <laughs> and, and like, and it stopped. Yeah. That was all you had to do. You had to do penance. I repent. just had to. You had to repent. I, yeah, I had to repent for my blasphemy. And then they left you alone. I was left alone, but you still, like, you'll still hear shit in my house. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not fucked with directly like I was. Right. Like, pictures aren't moving and shit. But that doesn't happen in a... Listeners, I promise you, I'm not a crazy person. That doesn't happen in your new house. (laughs) You have a new house. That doesn't happen. Nothing has happened in my new house. Thank goodness. Yeah, where I live now in New Jersey. But my mother's still, like, you'll hear noises and shit. Oh, yeah. She's by herself then. Yeah, I stayed there last night, actually, because I I was filming a project late at night, and I wasn't going to make it to work the next day. And, like, I'm there, and... I hear footsteps walking around, and it's th- four in the morning. My mother's asleep. Like it's footsteps uh, in the house. In the house. That's just how that fucking house is. When you went to Disney, like I said, I watered the plants. I went in there, and I'm like, sounds like an AC's on, like an air conditioning unit. It's like, but it was doing that. Like like the motor was dying almost. You know, didn't even check it out. But water the plant. Get the fuck out. 
<laughs> I, I, I tried calling him, didn't answer. Tried calling mom, didn't answer. I'm like, yep. That. Oh, you were taking care of the house with him while you yeah. were away? Yeah. Against, yeah. Against my better judgment. He was there. There was another person. Heck of a party. <laughs> wow. That's, that's uh, Shining. But yeah, that's oh. our <laughs> great party. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> some avocado. Steve walks in, there's blood coming out of my room and shit. Steve's at the the goose and fish soiree. <laughs> it is. <laughs> he looks in, it's a bear blowing me. He's like, Steve, I didn't think you were coming today. Brian's just sucking a man in a bear suit up. Yeah. <laughs> you must not show this to anyone. <laughs> I'm crying. I won't. <laughs> so, so that's my first spooky story. When we talk about our next movie, yeah, I'll yeah. go into the other. One. I don't know which one's worse. This I is think gr- that, that one's great. Pretty, that one's pretty bad. That was great. Yeah, was I, I hate talking about it because you always seem crazy. Yeah, that, that seemed to. that's um, whatever. What I don't know. Never it's, mind. Just, it's that three o'clock. You know, it's spooky time, bitch. Yeah. That's what happens. Yep. So anyway, we she goes to church. And she's all freaking out, and there's a guy who is desperate to get it in. Emily Rose. <laughs> yeah, Emily. Oh, yeah, Jane, James. Is yeah. yeah, that guy is so desperate to get Dude, it in. that guy, like, knew her for a day and is madly in he's love. He's like, I love her. you. I'll be with you He'll, to the he, end. She changes life, and he's willing to fight the devil Demons. himself. Yes. <laughs> to fucking just hang out. That's a white night and a half, man. That guy, God yeah. damn. That guy's a better man than the rest of us. Oh, yeah, you, you wouldn't have stayed, right? You would have been out. Oh, God, no. Imagine <laughs> if you met a girl at college and you knew her for like a week and then you see her running around and doing contortions in front of the crucifix at church. Like, she said, who please the don't fuck leave me. is this guy? She was like, please don't leave me. And he's like, I, I stayed. I would have been like, Fuck that! Yeah. No, I'm out. I, I'm out. I'm not even gonna pretend. Like if it's yeah. your wife and you've you know oh, you've so gotten you, an investment, so in it, then you stay. But if it's this girl you just met, just met her. You're not doing so. I'm epileptic. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's shit flying around. No, you're kooky, crazy, scary. No, thank you. So, Ant, you go home. Your wife is above the covers. She's floating like Ghostbusters. Right. There's shit flying around. Then, uh, all right. You're like, all right, I guess I got to deal with this. Right. Call a young it's priest. Like, right, here we are. Priest. We're gonna we're gonna face this <laughs> together. We're toge- yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> I'll, I'll call Brian. He knows how to redeem himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call V three. <laughs> That's V4. Yeah, I need V4 over savior. here. <laughs> I bring Steve over. It goes into Steve's body. He jumps out your window. <laughs> yeah, Beaver jumps out my window, kills himself. It everybody works. It works out for everybody. Yeah. Everybody wins. Yeah. <laughs> the listeners of the podcast don't even know because he hasn't talked. <laughs> but I don't know what I'm walking into. You guys just call me over. I just open the door. Hey, guys, vote happens. <laughs> So <laughs> they say uh, she has psychotic epileptic disorder. Right. Yes. PED, which uh, we learn is somewhat made up. It's fake. It's two diseases it's false. combined at once, right? It's yeah. Fake. We made it it's up. Like we made, we it, made up. it up. It's fiction. It never happened. This was created by a writer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also get Laura Linney has a standard horror scene. Yeah. There's a apartment. lot of that. There's a lot yes. of like we've seen this in other movies. I think yeah. I think there's a reason because based on that story, it's it, it seems pretty standard for doors to open. <laughs> I mean, uh, if you know? you're gonna be a spooky, scary ghost, you gotta open doors. You gotta open doors. You gotta do. You gotta move things that shouldn't be moving. 
What would you do if you were the spooky, scary ghost to scare mm-hmm. someone? Right. Would you be creative? Or would you just you have you, to you do sit door? down, I think, if you're the spooky, sp- scary ghost and be like, what can I do that isn't hack? I would take yeah. all the batteries from the remotes every night. Oh, that's fucking evil. You know that's what happened to me, right? What? <laughs> when I got attacked by ghosts. One of one of them. <laughs> hold on, <What>? hold on. <laughs> Wait, I just had to look like an asshole. So oh, I've got several of those, but they're not. None of them are as good as you. Well, just give us a little taste. All right. Well, one of them was I had a TV with a remote control, as one has. Yeah. <laughs> and every night I would put the remote control on the edge of the desk okay. next to my bed. Yeah. In my bedroom. And every night, without fail, for like a week straight, the remote would fall off of the desk in the middle of the night, make a loud sound, wake me up, and the batteries would roll across the floor. Okay. And I'd have to get up and put it back together, and i put it back on the desk. And that's happened five nights in a row. Finally, (laughs) unexplained, like just in the middle of the night, and I, I'd, it'd be, like, on the edge of the desk next to my bed so I could just grab it, you know? Yeah. Finally, one night, I was like, I've had enough of this. I put it in the center of the desk, okay? So it is impossible that it could fall off the desk without someone coming over, picking it up, and throwing it on the ground. Yeah. Jesus. So the fucking thing hits me in the face <laughs> and wakes me up. Oh, my God. The remote control... <laughs> is suddenly on my head. <laughs> Don't know how it happened. What is your I reaction? Was, I was like, I just... When I was, was like, this? this is clearly something is fucking with me. When was this? This is probably... Fairly recent? No. I remember this story. Oh, this was like ago? 13, 14 years ago. Oh, okay. All right. Um, this seems to all happen around the same time with the three of us. You notice that? All these spooky stories take place around that time. The spookiest one for me was the one... I'll save it for the next show. Never with mind. with sure, the, sure. okay yeah I know the one you're gonna talk about. Um, well, hold on, I want to take a break. So I want to go to the bathroom. You want to stop the show? Yeah. This is unprecedented. We've never done that. Nice stomach hurts. You got a shit? Yeah. Okay, but I want a full report on the show when you come back from your shit. Well, we're gonna stop it and then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because <laughs> my stomach's killing me. All right, we're back. So, Steve. Well, it's you, not that we're back. Your shit was it particularly spooky? It was. It was so scary because. The bathroom's actually terrifying. Why? Because the door opened without me touching it. Oh, uh, that just that door just doesn't have a lock. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. <laughs> this way, it's always an adventure when you drop a deuce at Airport Plaza. You feel better? Yeah, I felt really bad. I felt ill. Oh, like out of nowhere. Wow. We started talking about the scary stuff. We scared the shit out of him. <laughs> I was I was waiting for it. <laughs> so in the movie. Oh, real quick. Um, Laura Linney's yeah. late for court. Yes. And now she is meeting oh, yeah. with a paranormal expert, and she's giving a history of possession book. Do you, did you notice that there was a lot of parallels between this film and My Cousin Vinny? <laughs> <laughs> what? She's late. The judge is mad at her. Okay. She didn't have to change her uniform, though. She had, like, I she learned. She came in in a red tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> a two what, Mr. Gambini? Look, you don't know the spookies. It's a 67 spook from this neighborhood. The other demons, they don't come from there. Well, my, my father's an exorcist. <laughs> my two brothers on my cousin's side are exorcists. <laughs> I'm an out-of-work hairdresser. <laughs> I learned from my cousin Vinny. 
yeah. that you can't just spring new evidence on. That has, yes. It's called disclosure, you dickhead. So you want, you want to hear something a little f- fun fact? Yeah. My uncle or my great uncle was an actor for many, many years. And he was in... He was in one of our movies. Yeah, he was. He's in in two of our movies. He's in my feature as well. He's also in Beastmaster. But he played a judge a lot. And he was a judge in the movie Sleepers. And in the movie... there's a big scene? I've never seen that movie. He's the judge throughout the entire courtroom proceedings. Mm -hmm. But there's a scene where there's going to be new evidence Mm -hmm. like presented on the fly without like submitting it. All right. And my uncle went to like the lawyer and De Niro. He's like, could you guys come here? Mm -hmm. And they came here. He's like, this like wouldn't happen. This is bullshit. Like I've played a judge in like 80 things. (laughs) You got to change this. And they're like, oh shit. And like on the fly, they, you know, worked it out. They wrote the scene. And in the scene, Mm -hmm. they do that real quick. If you notice, she's like, I disclosed it this This morning. morning, You just didn't check. Right. They fixed it. So they get around it. Right. Which I wonder if that happens. If that is actually a workaround, like, oh, this morning, let me give you something. If the def- the other side, whether it be the prosecution or the defense, doesn't have time to analyze it and understand what they're looking at, I don't know how you could submit that. So, Emily, uh, they put her on Gambutrol. Well, they yes. show her doing, like, the, the clawing of the walls now and the eating of the bugs and stuff. And uh, Well, you she's get- back home now. She gets brought yeah. home. You yeah. get an amazing scene when she, she like, really tightens up and they lift her up she's like a stiff like a board mm. and she turns to the priest and says something i think it's in it, latin aramaic whatever language it is yeah. he speaks it too so yeah it's, it's either aramaic. aramaic or latin and he, she's the demon says like you think you could force me out or something yeah like that. Like, you ever notice that whenever demons are like talking in these movies they're always very like fuck you well, demons are not polite. Yeah, they're <laughs> angry. I didn't expect it. Yeah, I'm not. They're angry demon. demons. But they're always like. That's the demon. Demons don't talk too much. <laughs> it's never like, I'll be out soon. <laughs> Brian is <laughs> referencing. I went to see Kiss. We went to see <laughs> Kiss. <laughs> and as after the show, as we're walking out, we saw it at Madison Square Garden, middle of New York. And, you know, you can imagine the type of people that go see Kiss. And. The two guys standing behind us as we walked out of the place. One of them says to the other one, "That Gene Simmons, he don't talk too much, huh?" <laughs> and the other guy, without missing a beat, he has the answer, and he says, "He's a demon. Demons don't talk. Everybody knows that." <laughs> he didn't watch enough possession movies. They talk all the time, <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> You have to get them to talk to beat them. <laughs> They're always saying, you know, your mother sucks cocks in hell yeah. and all that shit. They're evil. But everybody knows. Everybody knows. That don't demons talk. don't talk. I hope that guy But we, we quote that all the time. I say it all the time. Yeah. So while they're on, uh, they're talking about the past, they say that Gambutrol locked her in this, like, state where she's all fucked up. I hated this. Okay, absolutely why? hated this. the why? psychologist because the um, the premise that they went with was that this drug cut her off from the exorcism actually working to expel these demons. Yes, right? if we're to believe that God, we're using the power of Jesus Christ and God and faith to expel evil from the body of this girl, why would a drug fucking matter? You know. <laughs> well, they said they that it. they said basically that's absurd. Hold on. Hold on. I like I kind of like this because they're saying that like 
like they're keeping it grounded within the world without going too mystical. And basically for the exorcism to work, like even if we're saying God, he has to be able to touch this one part of your brain or whatever it is. So what? Drug? The drug blocks out God? It's the yeah. anti-God drug? Yep. I have a. It's uh, the devil's medicine. I have a nice little <laughs> like scientific, scientific story for this for you here. Oh. And I think it'll make a little more sense. Is it about a little boy in Colorado who they brought to the <laughs> the thing? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> No. Um, so, <laughs> Lulu, Lulu, <laughs> Lulu. You gotta feel a little pinch now, buddies. Um, <laughs> no, there's a a story that I heard recently about a man who was given pills by his doctor, and mm-hmm. he was taking them, and he just he he was like, I feel horrible taking these pills. They're they're really messing me up. Mm-hmm. So they call the doctor in because he's getting a second opinion. It's like, what did you give him? You know, because we see these pills and it's marked with something I never heard of. Well, like, he has a massive erection. What do you think, Doc? <laughs> and he goes, "It shouldn't last more than six hours." <laughs> he goes, "Those, those are nothing. They're placebos. They're fake. They're like sugar. They're not doing anything. Fake pills. They're basically nothing." And the sickness that this guy was feeling was just in his head, and he was physically ill from it. This, ha- this actually happens a lot. There was a uh, people who get misdiagnosed with like cancer mm-hmm. actually believe it so much that they die of other causes because their mind is fucking with them. That's how powerful. That's the human, how powerful the, the, the human mind, mind is. is. Yeah. So in this case, this is hard. To it's be- actually not that this is far hard to believe. off. It is hard to believe, but it's true. It's not. It's actually like proven already. Right. So it's not too far off that this drug, instead of her, like having her, a like moment, the epiphany of like, oh, I'm now released. It's oh, I can't see past this because it's blocking something in my wiring. You so you're I mean? you're almost saying that the drug. Oh, made her cut herself off from uh, God. At least her in, her, in, in her, her vision her, of God. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. That's what they mean. It's it's possible. Uh, it's not what the movie was saying, I don't think. Yeah, that that's is what they were work, saying. That yeah. is a workaround. They're like. saying See, the, I thought the mental that was kind jolt. of the interpretation yeah, It's of the it. mental oh, you, you agree with Steven here? I think that is kind of what they're trying to say. But, like, they're like, the chemicals in your brain are all fucked up. And, like, God is unable to access it because this area of your brain is off. Right. Whatever you perceive as God or, like, the freedom of these demons leaving you The idea that happen. God is unable to access it is ridiculous. Well, so I, that's, that's if, if, you're, if you're a person of so, faith. So, real quick, that, but that's a thing with all these exorcism movies and, like, demonic movies and haunted house movies where it's, like, the godly people are unable to— It's more likely—I I, was—if— just let me finish my thought here— it's it's ridiculous to say that God is unable to do it, but it's I think it's more acceptable to say that they are unable themselves to receive it. Okay, you know that's what they were saying. Yes, mm-hmm. she couldn't get she couldn't receive that exorcism uh-huh. because those pills fucked up her her actual brain uh-huh. wiring. That was the argument that the lawyer was I making guess. here. And it, again, it, it's it seems. Um, irrelevant to me but at the end it makes sense why that was the argument because both can be argued and but none can be proven mm-hmm. and that's the whole point of the movie so in the movie there's a doctor who supposedly witnessed all of this yeah and he doesn't like he's going to testify and then he gets scared because he sees spooky stuff yep. and he gives her a tape recorder with the possession on it so this and is he's your like audio. burden now this is your burden now and then yeah. he gets hit by a car and dies yeah. this was exactly 
from taken from like either Amityville or The Omen because the same thing kind of happened. Uh, the Omen, not Amityville. The Omen. It's both of them. You know, it, it, he gets blinded in Amityville and in The yeah, Omen, yeah. The, the the fucking spear thing yeah. falls off the church and yeah. bails the guy. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's it's hack. This is a hack horror movie thing. It's it's a trope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, that character just always has to bite. So that, it. I, that did not happen in real life. No. <laughs> so then it's 3 a.m. Laura Linney has the tape and she wakes up and like the demon noises are playing on the tape in another room. Yeah. And she gets all scared and turns it off. The church authorized the exorcism mm -hmm. and on Halloween Day. Yep, it's 3 a.m. for the priest. There's demons around and shit. And it seems they always smell burning, right? Yeah. When you have a stroke, you smell like burning, right? I toast. think that's a thing. Yeah, toast. Toast. Are they all just having strokes? I think they're listening to the strokes. They're I, all just big I strokes. Think, it's 2005. I think there's a ratatouille <laughs> situation, and like he, there's a rat just burning Fucking toast cooking up. in their kitchen, <laughs> and they don't know about it. That happened in ratatouille. Well, he's a rat chef, so you know. Uh -huh. <laughs> he makes higher. Quality dishes, then, you and know, they uh, toast. they have a recording of the exorcism, and they play it in court. And, uh, and now, yeah, now one of the, we get to see it. We get to yes. see it. And one of the first lines is he has he says he mentions who's around him. Right, you have this the priest, the the father, Emily, the friend, the doctor to make sure nothing goes wrong. Right, and he says specifically, do whatever I ask, no questions. Yeah. Everybody, pants down, stand around the chocolate chip cookie, <laughs> the chip. <laughs> We're gonna crack her. We're gonna play a game, <laughs> and you gotta do it <laughs> if you want to save Emily. No matter what it says, just do as I say. Emily's like, guys, please stop jerking off on the cookie. It's disturbing. <laughs> Don't listen to the demon. <laughs> uh, I would hate if I was having my soul exercised and they played Ookie Cookie. That would be terrible. I would hate that. <laughs> That sounds like that sounds like reverse psychology. Please don't do that in front of me. <laughs> so we got this exorcism scene. He's jerking off so hard. The demon must be at it. Nah, the demon's not here right now. <laughs> Demons never seem to bother anyone while they're masturbating. You ever notice that? That's what you should have did in your house. <laughs> Be gone, demon! Well, isn't that, isn't that just the demon taking control of you? If we want to really go in depth, you know, I mean, <laughs> no one ever has a poltergeist activity while they're taking a shit either. You know? <laughs> I just did. <laughs> <laughs> I came back. I'm all pale, guys. <laughs> Actually, if we make a horror movie, that'll be what we'll do. Yeah. To set ourselves apart. <laughs> we'll get. I'll get them at their most vulnerable. It'll just be turned to comedy, comedy horror. <laughs> so the entire exorcism is just trying to get the demon to tell me your name. Well, that's the thing with demons, yeah. right? Wow. Yeah, I guess. Isn't there a thing with Jesus where he encounters... What's that movie where Keanu Reeves is fighting demons? Constantine. They just announced <laughs> yeah, a sequel. sequel. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> get him as excited. What did yeah, he say? Too. I don't know. He yelled yes, I think. Uh, yeah, I hope he's excited, too. Yeah, Constantine's awesome. That was a, that was a cool it, movie. And I got to say, this scene from the whole entire exorcism scene, you love this it. is so fucking cool. This you was, guys didn't like this? This, was, this cool. was awesome. There was a very powerful cat. Multiple yes. cats. Yeah. Multiple cats. There's like a cat cats. attack. The cats come in the room and they they knock. One cat jumps at a man. And he's knocked on his ass. <laughs> That's just cats being. Now cats, I though, have but. a cat. 
I, the cat, I don't care what that cat's doing. There's no way he's knocking me on my ass. There was Jeez. three cats. There was three cats. And listen, cats just do that. That wasn't. That had nothing to do with the exorcism or the demons. That's just cats. Well, you know what happened to them after the attack? What? They got cat scratch fever. But the not the way you think. Oh. Yeah, Ted Nugent <laughs> would just follow them around, just play in the room. Ted was the cloaked figure. <laughs> Uncle Ted. The priest is looking out. He's just looking at him. <laughs> Guitar. Follow me to this maca rally. <laughs> I'm the nuge. We're making America great again. I'm going to hunt and kill, and we're going to kill. We're going to eat what we kill. <laughs> so uh, um, tell me your name. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Keeps repeating. And that's the whole I am Legion thing. Now, oh, the real so girl, cool. they left someone out. And the they real did. girl says that she is also Hitler. Yes. Yeah, all of them are in there. Nero. Yeah. Uh, there's Cain, Nero, Judas, Legion, Belial, and the last of it, Lucifer oh, in man. the flesh. So I thought That's that... That's such a cool fucking scene. I thought... I thought... We forgot she jumps out the window and runs to a yes. barn. Yeah. <laughs> she survives a two-story yeah. jump and out And they just window. have to chase her. Yeah. <laughs> now, That's I thought... Not, stay, not stay with me here. I thought that Lucifer, not Lucifer, I thought that Judas was kind of forgiven because, like, he had to do that in order for the crucifixion to happen. I think this depends on... No, this on is just Lucifer. What your, uh, what your interpretation of, was it was the crucifixion all part of the plan? Was it supposed to happen that way? Was he a pawn in God's plan? Or mm -hmm. was is he the ultimate betrayer? You know, if you ask Dante Alighieri, he's in the bottom layer of hell. Okay, yeah. is that what you believe? Yeah, I suppose so. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's down there with Brutus in the ice. Well, they say, tell. <laughs> I think it was like, I'm six demons, and it's like, tell me your name, the six demons. And they misinterpreted that. It was just Lucifer, and Lucifer was the one who dwelled within all of them. That's what that meant, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, if you ask Andrew Lloyd Webber, he's wearing a disco suit and dancing. Because <laughs> <laughs> she says, I'm the one that dwelled within Nero. I'm the one that dwelled within Judas. I'm, and keeps repeating that. So Lucifer dwelled within all of those six people. But I thought, I thought, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not a Catholic by any stretch. I thought there's a popular biblical story where Jesus is like doing some shit and he comes across a demon. <laughs> Was he taking and shit? And it's multiple demons inside one person and it's legion. He. Right? It, isn't that a thing? Uh, possibly. I'm not sure. Uh, listen, I'm not the. Yeah, we're not. I'm not a theologian. <laughs> but he did speak to Satan in the desert. He was, the, the Satan tried to tempt him. Mm. And that, as far as I know, that's the only time there were uh, any kind of uh, commute. Communication between Christ and evil, but okay, know. this is it. Mm -hmm. So it's the exorcism of Gerenice Domaniac. The earliest version of this story exists in the Gospel of Mark. Blah blah blah. Okay. Jesus encounters a possessed man and calls on the demon to emerge, demanding to know its name. An important element of traditional exorcism practice. He finds the man is possessed by a multitude of demons, who gives the collective name of Legion. Fearing that Jesus will drive them out of the world into the abyss, they beg him to instead send them into a herd of pigs, which he does. The pigs then rush into the sea and are drowned. Wow. That's pretty cool. In certain Gospels, Mary Magdalene is also possessed when he meets her. Okay, yeah, and, I've heard that. And he has <laughs> to rescue her. That's what they do in that show, uh, The Chosen. The Chosen. Yeah, it's a crowdfunded Jesus show. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember you told me about this. Yeah. 
How is it? It's actually very good. Okay. It's well done. Ant had to put a mortgage on his house to help get it funded. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to see what their interpretation would be. The greatest story ever told. He's like, I'm not reading the book. (laughs) I'll wait for the movie. (laughs) Paraphrase. So... They're doing, like, you know, all this possession shit. It's standard horror movie possession stuff. We've all seen this before. Doctor's all freaked out. He can't help. Yeah, it's all playing off the exorcist. This horse is... Yeah, Yeah, horses are neighing. Yeah. Yeah, They run out the barn. And eventually they're like, okay, we can't get this demon out, basically. It's a failed exorcism. Right. And let's touch upon the real story real quick. Okay. Because in this, they showed one exorcism attempt and then she denied a second she denied chance. the second one the real story 67 was <laughs> 67 exorcisms over yeah. the course of less than a year i yes, believe a few months so i think that's two exorcisms that last between four and six hours sometimes every week yeah and that's what took the toll on her body and killed her she they were these two priests i have their names let me look it up real quick one is called ernst alt Mm-hmm. And the other one is named Joseph uh, Stengel Reigns. I don't know his first name. Father mm-hmm. Father Arnold Reigns. Arnold Reigns. Yeah. They worked together in mm-hmm. secret. Mm-hmm. They got permission from like the local bishop, but they wanted to keep it under wraps. Yep. This was not publicized. This was anywhere. in Germany. Yeah. In, yes, in West Germany. Yes, and the parents knew um, about it. They they agreed. They were part of it. They were part uh, of it. This yep. is a very devout family. They did 67 exorcisms over a few months. And uh, I guess they just never seemed to take. These guys weren't particularly good at it. Yeah. You know I know an exorcist? Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've met him a handful of times. I'm not even joking. Yeah, me too. Father Lance. He sits in this room. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's He's part of TSD town. I wish I would have... I wish I would have... We should have had him for this. I know. I wish I would have reached out to him earlier. When you were getting possessed... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> she, Annalise, and Emily Rose, I guess, they both came to the same conclusion that God had chosen them to be a martyr. To be a mm-hmm. martyr. And that they were going to die for the sins of others, uh, much like Jesus Christ, and to their their suffering would lead to the conversion of new souls. Yes, yeah. more people would come to find the Lord and give up the rock music. Yes. They'd say, fuck Pink Floyd. (laughs) Now, in the movie, um, she's visited by Mary. Mary. Yes. Mother mother of God. Yes. Basically. And Mary offers, listen, I could take you now. You know, the pain will stop, or you can become the martyr. Mm -hmm. And she, like a devote Catholic, is like, I'll be the martyr. This is the best thing I can do. I'm basically a saint. Would either of you (laughs) choose that? I think you have once you've been told you're you're saved, no matter what happens. You're well, saved. You have to no suffer. Why? Why would you fear anything? Well, you know, then, whatever. Mean, it's like all right, whatever. I'll go through this. for She an does hour. say you're going to suffer a lot. Whatever. I'll go for for an hour. It was days. <laughs> it was like possibly weeks. <laughs> but if you have that assurance, there's nothing. Li- there's In the afterlife, to I'm going to be fine. But yeah. you're fine. Either, like, like no matter what, you're either you could be the martyr or not. Either way. The outcomes. The There's same. more powerful forces. If you, if you're a person of faith that believes that, and if you have those assurances, why would you ever fear anything ever again? You know, you you nothing yeah. matters anymore. Yeah. It's just it's it's a done deal. So you're on the martyr side. You're like I'm going for it. I'm going. You have to. I'll deal with the pain. The other side to all this 
and just loves his own piss, and he's like, is that why? "Yeah, I love that the demons make me Fucking drink my own piss." Fucking lap it up. Go ahead. What would do you, you ask? <laughs> I'd, I'd literally be, I'd be a dick to them. Come on, what do you got for me? What are we doing today? <laughs> look, look, I'm catching it in my own mouth. Oh, you think I don't like this? <laughs> you don't see this erection. Feels ah, huh? <laughs> above. You're good. You're good, you. I'll eat the uh, bugs. <laughs> Protein. The science side to this is yeah. Yeah. that these priests are out of control. She just is a sick girl yes. who is being manipulated by yes. people around her yes. into a psychosis, essentially. Their Instead faith. of be- getting treatment. Instead it's of getting faith. treatment. Now, this is a legitimate take on this. Yes. Where do you fall? Me. Oh, man, see? Well, I think we should get to the ending of the trial first because there's some important things on what happens at the end where we can touch upon, too. Because where we fall based on faith and science kind of comes into play later on mm-hmm. when they choose the verdicts. I don't know if you are if you agree with this, but cause yeah. we're, we're at the end. Basically. Right. So, yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. Laura Linney, they're going to fire her if she you know has him testify again. Yes. And she has the priest come up again and he reads Mary's uh, Emily's story yeah. where she talks she about the, mar- uh, the Virgin Mary yeah. coming and all this stuff. Being, Her thoughts on the whole thing. That situation. she got yes. the stigmata. And, mm-hmm. you know, the final court speeches are great. Laura Linney kills it. Oh, yeah. And they're like, is this possible? You can't say otherwise, you know. Mm-hmm. And Mor- Reasonable doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moore is found guilty, but the jury gives him time served and he goes free. Yeah. Right. He was facing 10 years and instead time served now, the real ending and what they wanted to charge well, was a little different. Well, let's wrap up the movie because yeah. it's just a couple more end. sentences. Well, yeah. So Laura Linney turns down partnership, the partnership because there's bigger forces at work. They show the graveyard mm-hmm. and there's a quote, work out your own salvation with, with fear, fears, and trembling. fear and trembling. Yeah. Uh, her graveside is now a shrine, which did happen mm-hmm. to Annalise. Yep. Father Moore went into seclusion in this, and Aaron Buhner published work. Both of those are fictional. Well, the the priest went into seclusion. Aaron Bruner's not the real lawyer. That's mm-hmm. fake. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk about the real thing. So the real thing, if you bring it up, the prosecutors actually wanted a lighter sentence than they got, which is a little weird because I think the, they, they just... They were found guilty. The they, were, they were found guilty, the of parents... manslaughter. And the priest of manslaughter. The of parents... Negligence, of negligence. Yes. The yeah. parents were told they'd suffered enough. They suffered enough. They, they were just looking to get them a fine. And they're like... The I jury don't even said, think they got that. They found him guilty, but they're like, you suffer enough, you're not getting in trouble. Also, the yep. German court system, I'm sure, is different than the Of American course, one. yeah. Yeah, but the and priest also got a light parents, sentence. The parents were actually defended by the defense attorney in the uh, Nuremberg trials. Yes, is that true? Yes, yes. Erk Schmidt Lichner or Leichner, I don't know. <laughs> the man who defended all the Nazis. Yeah, yeah. the man who defended the Nazis also <laughs> defended them. Them. Yes. Wow. Now, what did I? I don't. I believe the priest got like a very, very light. He got sentence. six months. He got six months. He was found. They two of them were found guilty. And they both got six months. Now, this is why I asked, "Where do you stand on this?" I wanted to save it for now because if the jury, both of these verdicts say to me that the jury believe sure. They no, it tells me they believe the exorcist story, but they just couldn't bring themselves to put it down in a court of law. You know? I agree with that. There was no but, Bellwitch situation where right they're like, "Yeah, this shit happened," <laughs> which to me. That's fucking creepy. Oh, it's extremely creepy. Like, <laughs> like that. Everybody in that room was like, "Listen, 
These that's, are reasonable that's a people. fucking exorcist. Right. <laughs> like, like, that's in a real modern exorcism. society. It's not some dim and distant past. It's the 80s, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and they came to this this conclusion that the supernatural, they were witnessing it. and But they just could not bring themselves to go over fully to it. You know? That's what it seems like to me. Anyway. It's hard to do that. Right. To put yourself out there mm-hmm. and... You know, I'm I'm an agnostic personally. Do you listen to Agnostic Front? Is that your favorite band? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm a big fan of uh Craig Silverman. He's the man. Who's Craig Silverman? He's in the band. That's Sunday Jeff's brother. What band? Agnostic Front? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, Sunday Jeff from Tell Him Steve Dave, his brother. Is an agnostic is front. Is in Agnostic Front, yeah. That's dead that's <laughs> that's dead true. Get him. <laughs> Are we sure about this? Stop, get him. What is what is uh, Craig him. play? He's gone. He's gone. gone. <laughs> God damn it. Hold on. I, I feel that thinking of that band and then Sunday, I can't even put the two together. No, that's 100% true, though. I believe you. Which is crazy. Uh, he's yeah. a guitarist. And if you look at him, wow. you'll see that yeah. he does look like Sunday Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, Small world. Yeah. <laughs> I did not expect that. Yeah. With my stupid joke. You were saying, I, I interrupted you. So I'm an agnostic. So I believe there's something, and I believe there's forces at work in the world Clearly, and shit I mean, like you, that. You begged God for forgiveness for your just Yes. Your trespasses. Yes. So <laughs> I believe there's something. Uh, honestly, it... I think maybe a mix of things could have helped her. Like maybe she could have been in a psychiatric home on an IV, not starving to death, and they could have been working on exorcisms and stuff. I think it things don't That is a fair. I think things don't need to be one way or the other. Yeah. You know, maybe <laughs> there's in a world of grays. Yeah. Maybe there's some middle ground where she's in a straight jacket in a padded room and they're still mm. doing the exorcist shit. Mm. But I don't know. It's it's tough. The movie, obviously, it's a horror movie, and you watching this, you're going to tend to believe in the Well, the, the movie horror. has told you, essentially, that she's possessed. It's, it's made its decision. But they play it both ways, where like they show each scene, other than the exorcist scene, in another interpretation. Yeah. Mm. Besides the demon stuff. What demon stuff? In the movie. Like, the, the father sees demons. Like a cloaked figure and shit starts melting on the walls. Yeah. And they don't really explain that. Uh, Laura Linney, she's waking up at 3 a.m. and weird shit's happening. You can chalk it up as maybe the, the father was a little mentally exhausted by mm-hmm. then. Maybe Laura Linney, like the door just opened and she's scared. You could chalk it up like that as well. But then the doctor goes, I saw what demons can do. Saw a demon clearly looking like, oh my God, hallucinating. And then got hit by a car. So it, it, it le- definitely leans towards the fact that, yeah, there's some there's some demonic shit going on. Here. Right. You know what I mean? But involving Emily herself in the movie, they do the both ways, which I actually dislike the fact that they do the other demon shit. I would have just liked the Emily stuff in, in the trial. I, I feel like it would have been stronger. Because it, it would have left it open to interpretation. Completely open to interpretation, right. yeah. Whereas the movie, the movie made a decision. Yes. They wanted to make it scarier, you know? I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. All right. But where do you stand on that, though, compared? like? Oh, I think you... she was possessed. Yeah? yeah. It, like the actual girl, too? Yes. Really? Yeah. I'm not okay. scared to say it. I'm okay. not a jury member. Um, 
I, I, I You're don't a good know. Catholic boy. Evil is real. Okay. Good is real. Based off of what happened to Brian, it's really hard to say like that doesn't exist. I, I've only had one instance of that kind of paranormal where like a clock flew off the wall. Do you remember? Do you guys remember the clock at my parents' house? The the um. I guess time really does fly. Yeah. T- oh God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I've never had like that kind of shit happen. That's that's it's that's so crazy. Stupid. I love it. It's it brilliant. It's brilliant. No, I love. Yeah, it's perfect. Everyone loves that. <laughs> I think I think I might lean more to the sides with Ant with this one with the. Uh, I think. Well, paranormal got, shit happens. We got. You should listen to the clip. Yeah. Listen to the audio. Dude, I, uh, yeah, that. <laughs> Should we talk about the photo Steve has? Yeah, we can oh, talk about the photo. Oh, I forgot about the photo. I was going to save the photo for the other one, but we could talk about it today. Let's let's save it for the next episode. That's another spooky right. tease. No, we All could right. do, well, this is, that's. This episode's kind of packed, right? Yeah. We got a lot of spooky. Yeah, we got a lot. Spooky. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll save it for All the right. next one. I'll All keep right. you guys wanting yep. more. All right, so so I, I, I I'm just gonna say this real quick. Uh, when we had our little intermission there while uh, Stephen was taking a yeah. shit, yes, Gidim came in the room and we were talking, and I said that just about everybody's got some kind of ghostly story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I asked Gidim if he had one, and he said no. So I'm wondering now, are we just weird that the three of us have ghosts? Well, we also listen to satanic music, do we? Dude, we listen to an album that's just Satanic Bible, like over and over. Which one? Rain oh, Chaos. Oh, Rain Chaos by huh. Dissection. Huh. Yeah, I guess. I guess there are certain bands that have. <laughs> yeah. Do you, right. want, do you want my? Per- <laughs> you want your your? Take? We listen to Pink Floyd. Do you want my? Per- You're the most evil of all bands. <laughs> <laughs> What's your take? Do, 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 do. Money. It's just summoning <laughs> shit. Um, okay. Shit. <laughs> So this is my personal take on the supernatural and things like that. I believe it exists to an extent. I believe some people, for whatever reason, whatever that reason may be, I don't know, are more open, to are it. more attuned to it, and things happen. This is going to come into play in our next yes, mm-hmm. and that's 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 how I personally feel about this stuff. And like, I don't know what it depends on, but I I believe that's the case. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you uh what do you rate this movie? Right. Ooh, this movie. And are we rating it on a horror scale or on an overall scale? Cuz I think I have I, two different ratings. I always go by overall personally. Overall? Okay. Yeah, that's I don't know what a horror scale is. Well, you can rate it just in the horror like, genre. Like I would give like a Friday the 13th 3 like five stars. Like it's perfect. Right. But like But how does it stand against like The Godfather? You know what, <laughs> I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like You know, whenever we rank these things it's really arbitrary anyway. it's fun yeah it's fun sure. but it's like you to come apples and oranges you can't really compare certain yeah like this isn't cartoon right you know it's yeah. well, nothing, <laughs> nothing is you know it's a, a low budget movie. horror movie right. <laughs> i gave i gave this uh four stars out of five out of five, five. so eight that's yeah a very good i think it's a very good. good movie i love the courtroom drama stuff i love the acting the possession stuff's all really good the performances are strong it's definitely a creepy movie and after watching it like you know, you're kind of sh- looking your it eyes. Makes you oh think. yeah, you're uncomfortable. Yep. This is a this is a thinking movie. It's not. It's it's an intelligent movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. E, the execution is a little wonky at times. I, I think mm-hmm. there are certain scenes that are laughable as far as you know if you hold them up to modern standards. You know what? The- even even old standards. Like it's 
the the ridiculous faces suck. I mean, I'm just they sucked in 2005. They suck now. I think it's you just know? certain <laughs> things you have to put into your horror movie. Right. You know, it's like there's like people are going to see Exorcism of Emily Rose. You're not expecting a courtroom drama. You yeah. got to give people jump scares. You're right. Like right. it just it has to be there for those reasons. What do you get? There's good performance. Laura Linney's excellent. Tom Wilkinson is great too. Jennifer Carpenter's amazing. Yeah, um, and I liked the the prosecution lawyer too. I forget his name. It's a good movie. Yeah, I'll give it a six. Okay, give it a six. Six okay. out of ten. I respect that. Yeah, I give it a nine out of ten. Whoa, Beaver loved it. I love this movie as a horror movie. Every time I watch it, I have to put on stand up comedy after because if I don't, I'm not sleeping. <laughs> You're scared. This movie's horrifying. Okay. Because it's it what, has a lot of truth to it. What's really weird though is the demons possess his TV and Jerry Seinfeld's like head is spinning, like, <laughs> what's the deal? It's spinning. I'm like, wow, this is way better Airplane. than what Jerry usually does. <laughs> Airplane food. Why are the peanuts salty? What's the deal with that? <laughs> 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 At 3 a.m. when Jerry's standing over you, <laughs> you'll know why. Dressed as like a hip-hop guy. <laughs> what do you why think? is he dressed as a hip-hop guy? I love those pictures. This is his new thing. What? Pictures keep popping up of Jerry, like in fucking hip-hop. Like I modern? Yeah, yeah, this clothing company paid Jerry apparently enough money, <laughs> and they're like, hey, wear our cool clothes, and we'll take modeling shots of you. ridiculous. No. He's a 70-year-old man in like 20-person, 20 20-year-old 20 person's clothing. 20 urbanite. Yeah. Uh, I'll look it up when we, when we stop. They're fantastic photos. <laughs> I got to see them. I got to see them when we stop. Holy crap. All right. Think that I think That's we it. wrapped it yeah. up. Yeah. All right. Want to say bye, guys? Bye. Thank you for stopping by. Stay spooky. And happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> all right. Want to thank you all for joining us, listening to this show. I hope you enjoy it. If you did like it, please go on iTunes, Spotify, anything like that. Ooh, Give we're us on a Pandora. F- we're on Pandora as well. Give us a five star rating and review. Feel free to send us an email, reviewinghistorypod at gmail.com. We're sorry the Apple feed is always fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apple sucks. Apple. Actually, no, they don't suck. They're actually a great company. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of Steve Jobs. <laughs> Shows up in Brian's room. I heard what you said. <laughs> Pushes his glass off the My table. electronics just blow up. <laughs> yeah, the batteries never charge. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for joining us. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Reviewing History Pod. Follow me on all social media, at Brian Rupert. That's with two Ps. Follow me on Letterboxd. I rank and review every single movie that I watch. I write reviews. I have a list of every single movie for this podcast where I rank them in comparison to each other. The other guys have lists, too. Hopefully they've been updating them. I haven't been up their ass. I hope they've been doing it. I do it sometimes. I, the links are in there, so you're going to look like an asshole if you don't do it. Eh. You know, someone's going to click. They're like, I wonder how Ant ranked these movies. Yeah, Oh, he only did one. If they listen to the whole thing, they'd know. I'm just saying, just rank them. It takes 10 seconds. It's a fun listener engagement thing. Yeah, Ant. Please, Ant. All right, he's right. I need to fix it. Just do it. <laughs> I'm not saying to write a review. I, I downloaded the app. Yeah, just do it. There's man. an app? Yeah, there's an oh, app. Shit. There's an app, a website, all that. Letterboxd, fun website for film people. Want to give a thank you to TSD, Walt Lannis, record here. And that does it for this episode. Thank you all for joining us. Peace. Bye.
Amen.